0: It doesn't matter how old you are, um, what your goal is, just have a goal and then you can work toward it. And there's concrete steps. If your goal is to do a 5K, there's programs. If your goal you know, is to just run, then just run. Don't worry about time. Leave your watches, your smartphones, everything home, and just run for the fun of sake of running.
1: So here's the question, how do runners like us remain active, get stronger, and heal from injuries without being told to stop running and create a healthy life for ourselves so we can continue to hit PRs well into our 40s and 50s? This is the question, and this podcast is the answer. My name is Dr. Dwayne Scotty, physical therapist, educator, and creator of Spark Physical Therapy. Welcome to the Healthy Runner Podcast. All right, it is Monday night, which means it's Monday Night Spark Live, and I have another special guest with me today to really talk about how to start running, even if you think you're not a runner. So I have a special guest today, Katrina Annabali, is going to help us kind of sift through all of the things you need to do to start running. And a lot of new people are starting to run with coronavirus going around, gyms being closed, sports being closed. And for some people, this is the only form of exercise that they can do. So I've had actually a lot of people reach out to me of late. So I wanted to put this together to help the beginner runner. So someone who doesn't consider themselves a runner And wants to know what are the things I need to do at this point in order to start running. So those of you that are jumping on here on the live, just type in live. And those of you who are watching uh, the replay, just type in replay. Or if you're listening to this on the Healthy Runner podcast or on the Spark Your Training YouTube channel, thank you so much for watching. So Katrina, if you don't mind introducing yourself and tell us who you are.
0: Hello everyone, I'm Katrina. I am a little past newbie runner as I call myself. I started running around five years ago and I'm currently continuing to run, but I also teach at our local YMCA and I teach a treadmill class and I teach a couch to 5K program, as well as I have a couple of friends who I have coached through different types of running whether they just wanted to start running um but i've been there if any beginner runner has a question feel free to ask me i guarantee i have had those questions and other questions um any question you guys could have i've been there when i first started running and i'll get into my story later but i definitely understand everything the insecurities the doubt i've been there that's what i'm hoping to do to get people to just start moving. It doesn't have to be a full-on run. It can be a jog walk, but just keep moving. Think of Dory, just keep swimming, just keep moving.
1: There you go, I love it. And this is why I wanted to bring Katrina on, guys. As you can see, she's very passionate about this topic. (laughs) And this is something that has resonated with me. Um, I've known Katrina probably for, I don't know, what would you say, maybe six months? Probably, yeah. Something something to that effect. And we've kind of worked together closely as well as she was in our Spark uh, Half Marathon training program and is now doing our fitness program. And the things that Katrina has shared with me over these last couple of months have been very inspirational. And I knew that I wanted to eventually bring her on the show because more people need to hear some of her kind of wisdom, her mindset, her experience. And I know it can help a lot of you new runners who are just starting out right now and you might feel intimidated and you might feel that you're not a runner and you don't even know where to start and you're a jogger or you're just a fast walker, right? So you might be thinking some of those things and these tips that Katrina is gonna share with you tonight I think are really going to get you off to a healthy start in order to start running and be able to stick with it. So that is my goal. That is Katrina's goal is we want to see more people embrace this sport and not think of it as a punishment. Like if you got punished when you were playing high school sports and they said, go do five laps, or you had to run the mile because it was a test you needed to do in gym class. And you were like, I can't believe I have to run a mile. Like it was a punishment, right? So there are so many runners like Katrina, like myself who are adult onset runners and have taken up running. And now it's like our passion, right? So we we see the joy (laughs) that it brings us that has brought other people. So we wanna share some of these tips, some of our stories, some of our wisdom with you to be able to help guide you through these initial phases where it can be difficult at times. So Katrina, with that being said, what is your running story?
0: All right, I had, I actually, it was this weird route. I hated running initially. I used to be a boxer, an amateur boxer, and running was part of our conditioning, and I hated it. I mean, no, like, I, I hated running, but I did it, and then I ended boxing, and all of a sudden, I decided to just start running on my own. And I started to find I enjoyed it. I enjoyed aspects of it being by myself, you know, listening to my music, getting better at running. Um, and slowly, I slowly, and when I say slowly, think turtle in a molasses pit, slowly started getting my speed up. And I can honestly say I am now currently in distance up to marathon. But when when I tell people I run a marathon, they're like, how can you run 26.2 miles? And I said, well, you don't start running 26.2 miles. You start maybe running a quarter mile, or you start maybe running two minutes, walking a minute. That is literally how I started. I was overweight. I lost weight and then started running and that helped keep the weight off. But that should not be and was not really a goal of running. And I'll get into more of what your goal is. But you start slow. I mean, I literally, literally started walking, running. To give an example, my first 5K, and I don't, I never talk about time because you don't, I never want people to feel, oh, I can never do that because it's your own individual time but i will give you my time my first 5k i think was like at 51 minutes i mean when you think about that it was a walk it was a slow but i did it i completed my first 5k and then i progressed so i want people to know yes i now run a marathon but i didn't start out running 26.2 nobody can do that unless maybe I'm giving a shout out to Lou, but unless you're really, you don't just get out of bed and run a marathon. I mean, you don't even, that's insane. So again, I want people to know it is possible, but we'll talk about goals. Races don't have to be a goal. Okay. I like to talk that, tell. I love talking now, about this.
1: So how many, and you might've said this and I missed it. How many years has it been that you've been running?
0: Um, actively. Mm -hmm. not as part of boxing, around five to six, I think, five to six years. So So when I started, I had no guideline. I had no support. I had no one I could ask. So I, I researched and trial and error on my own. I'm here to give you that trial and error. So you guys don't have to go through what I can go, what I had to go through to figure out this because there wasn't really a resource or another runner I could ask. I was very intimidated, so. All
1: right, so that's what our goal is tonight is to really not make running so intimidated. So if you are new to running or if you can think back to, I'm kind of curious, actually, to hear the answer to this. When you Think back to when you started running, whether that was yesterday, whether it was a month ago, whether it was 10 years ago, whether it was 20 years ago. Think back to when you started running. Were you intimidated? If you were intimidated when you started running, put intimidated into the comment box. And I think I might add in intimidating myself because I know I was. And I've kind of shared my running story on the introduction episode of the healthy runner podcast. If you haven't heard it, you can hear it there, but I was very intimidated. I was a gym runner and only did treadmill running for cardio within the gym, but never thought I could ever run a five K let alone a half marathon or a marathon. So I think, I have a feeling a lot of people are going to feel that way. And I just want to give a shout out to some people who are jumping on here. A lot of healthy runner friends are popping on here. Brian, how are you? Um, Good to see you. Jen, good to see you. Trisha's here. Dean is here. Deb's here. Marv is here. So a lot of uh, friends are here. Eddie's here. So thank you guys for jumping on the live. And so Katrina, if someone was going to start today or tomorrow, right? Cause it's nighttime. You're probably not going to start tonight and go out for a run at nine or 10 PM. You may, but you you might. (laughs) if if someone's going to start tomorrow and they're like, you know Mm -hmm. what? I kind of signed up to this healthy runner group. I'm not a runner, but you know, one of my friends was in it. So I figured, you know what, maybe one day I want to be a runner. What does someone need? Like they absolutely need to actually start running in terms of equipment.
0: Okay, the thing, and the only thing I would say you need is a good pair of sneakers. That will vary from person to person. And you had the podcast last week about the running sneakers, which I suggest if you're new, you might, people might want to contact their local running company. That was, I believe Woodbridge, Woodbridge Running Company, but a local running store for your shoe. That's the one piece of equipment I would say highly highly recommend the other thing is sunscreen you may think that's silly and overlooked but sunscreen put it on before you run no matter if it's shady or not you need sunscreen i i'm strongly opinionated about this because you don't want to get a sunburn that makes running i won't even get into the chafing stuff but it makes it even more difficult when you have a sunburn i'm telling you So suns, and also I think I read an article where they said that skin cancer in runners has increased because there's so many people running and they don't think of putting sunscreen on in a morning run. you maybe take a six in the morning run. You're not thinking of sunscreen, but if you're out there, you will need it. So those are probably the two things I would highly recommend. All the other stuff, gadgets, phones, specialized clothing that's cool but it's not necessary to start running so if you're on a limited budget and you think i can't get the high tech every cell phone you have a smartphone you have your apps that you can download you know map my run is a free app it tracks there's a couple of them out there for Android. i know i won't recommend one specific one but you don't need high tech stuff if you want it I mean the the high-tech stuff is kind of cool but it's not necessary so if you're just starting out just think good pair of sneakers comfortable clothes that you already have in your wardrobe and sunscreen
1: yeah i know those are great tips and for those of you guys who did miss if you're in the healthy runner facebook group you can certainly check out in our topics tab Monday night spark. You will see all the previous Monday night live trainings that we do, but on the podcast, you can check out episode 14. So we did have Matt Santillo last week from Woodbridge Running Company. He shared a lot of great pointers for your running shoes. So I would definitely recommend you check out that episode if you haven't listened to it yet. And then I also want to give a shout out to Liz, who's here on the live. How you doing, Liz? Keisha's here. Um, Brian says, I've been running for 35 years. Um, So Brian, wow. Yeah. You got some miles under your legs there. That is awesome. And Jen's here. And so Brian's been intimidated before. He remembers those days. Uh, Jen's been intimidated. Jolie's been intimidated. And Eddie says, as far as races, I would feel like I don't belong at the race. Mm -hmm.
0: I, I, I still am intimidated and I, and I'll, I don't want to like go off on a side point, but no matter how many races i've done and i've done marathons half marathons 10ks 5ks no matter how many it 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 is sometimes hard you look at other runners and how fast they're going and you're intimidated you're like how on earth can you do that but so i don't think that ever changes i think you always have levels of intimidation maybe not intimidation maybe more respect at this point but i don't think that goes away completely for a lot of times because in a race situation i'll be honest because you just see people who are so much faster than you and you're like i can't keep up with them but you learn you don't need to it's not about competition it isn't a race but that's a whole other story not when you're starting to run i don't want to get ahead of myself when you're starting to run i'll like i said we'll go on to the goals (laughs)
1: yep yep so Okay, so you talked about the basic equipment we need is basically running sneakers, sunscreen. And yes, I can even vouch for that. Yesterday in Connecticut, it was extremely beautiful, gorgeous, 85 degrees, I think it was sunny. Uh, We did actually go to the beach and it was actually nice because everyone kept their distance, was socially distant. And I forgot to put uh, sunscreen on the tops (laughs) of my ankles. And... They were really hurting during my run today. i tell you. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, you bring up a great point. And then the other thing that I always notice too is that we don't think of is scalp, mm. especially if you have any hair product for the gentleman in your hair, because then your scalp's exposed as well as, so using a hat, like I know you had mentioned before, Katrina. Um, I and always then the tops, baseball. the tops of the ears, those mm. will get you when you're running um, in the back of your neck. So those are areas that you should definitely make sure that you're paying attention to applying your sunscreen on um, while you are running. So besides equipment, what what do you think is the most important thing that someone needs to think about when starting to run?
0: In my opinion, it's to have a goal and the goal will be very different for everybody. When people think of running, The goal doesn't have to be to run a race. It doesn't have to be to run fast. It can be your goal just to get out once or twice a week, go for a leisurely walk, run, jog, just get the fresh air. It can be to run a half mile without stopping. Doesn't matter about time, but to run a half mile. It could be to run your first 5K or to get a great thing, or it can be just to beat your brother or sister in a street race, don't underestimate that, but it once you pick your goal, then you can go toward it, and that will be different obviously for everybody else. I, a lot of times people will come up to me and they say I should run and i'm like Okay, why should you run, why do you think you should run what's your goal. If you have a goal in mind, no matter what it is, and like I said, it doesn't have to be a competitive goal. It can be. I emphasize heart healthy in my treadmill class. I never emphasize, you know, weight loss or anything. Heart healthy, just walk. I have, and I hope she doesn't watch because she'll yell at me. I have a lady in my seventy, in her seventies, who take takes my treadmill class, and then I have Luke, a marathoner, in my treadmill class, and they both have different goals yet they're both enjoying running so my friend Kathy who is in her 70s she enjoys running for her health and her fitness and she's obviously going to be doing it at a different pace than say Lou who's in his 20s who's wants to qualify for Boston and I think may have qualified I'm not sure yet but so it doesn't matter how old you are um what your goal is just have a goal and then you can work toward it and there's concrete steps if your goal is to do a 5k there's programs if your goal you know is to just run then just run don't worry about time leave your watches your smartphones everything home and just run for the fun of sake of running and walk run if you need to and I'll, i could probably get into more specifics of that because when i teach the couch to 5k I've had people who have never run in their life and by the end of an eight week program you they are running a 5k you have to have the will and the determination though I can't run for you or your coach or whoever can't run for you if you want to do it you actually just have to do it but people can help you along the way and that might be the most beneficial thing you know you start my couch to 5k we start walking two minutes a slow slow jog for one minute two minutes walking one minute jogging and eventually we start getting up to more of running we still walk but the running becomes more than the walking and then eventually we're into almost all running with just minimal walking. And that's how you do it for a 5K. But if you just want to go out and enjoy the great weather, then you can do it. And don't stress about how fast you're going or I don't look like a runner because that's a bunch of hooey. I've been in enough races where I can't tell who is a runner and who isn't unless they have a little bib on them with names and numbers. Because people, you can't, you look at a person you can't tell if they're a runner or not by looking at them so get that con that idea out of your head you know unless they're wearing a bib you don't know if they're a runner that's i truly truly feel that way and i've learned that the hard way but
1: yeah no, i think you bring up so many misconceptions and things that i think we take for granted and I think we've all been there before, right? Even if it's like Eddie you've talked about being intimidated at the races. I've been I've been there before at races, you know, you're looking at who's next to you and you're like, "Ooh, you know, should I be here?" Um, so if you don't mind, can I get can I get personal with you? Is that okay? Oh <laughs> so sure. I'm curious, what was do you remember what your goal was or your why when you started running 5 years ago? this was unplanned by the way everyone I'm putting, I'm putting her on the spot here
0: it was to prove a point to somebody it was okay it wasn't to prove a point it was to prove a point to myself because i had been told by a couple of people you know you're never going to be a runner you can't run what are you thinking about running that's Dumb, that's bad for your knees. You're too heavy to run. And I was like, I thought about it and I said, well, I'm going to see if I can prove them wrong. And it initially started to prove them wrong. And I trained and I trained and I trained for my 5K and then a half marathon, and I proved them wrong. But somewhere along the way of proving them wrong, I found I like this because I found like it was a light switch. I can't tell you when I decided I liked it, but I said when I was done, I'm enjoying this. This is something I can do for myself. No one can take this away from me. It's, It's for me, I'm doing this now for me. And once I decided that, it didn't matter anymore. And I mean, I do have the best line I ever heard, and this was for a marathon, but I think it applies to anything. You know, a marathon or any, we're gonna use a marathon. A marathon is a journey of hundreds of miles. 26.2 is just the last mile. And that's really true. Whenever you start on anything, if it's just to get healthy, it's more about the process than the end result you learn so much from the process. You learn so much about yourself, just getting out there. You get up in the morning, you maybe don't want to get up at six in the morning. You're like, no, but you get out, you maybe run 15, 20 minutes. You come back, you're like, wow, I did that. I have the ability to do that. And I think that's where people, especially experienced runners, we train and train and train for a race. And then we live and die by that number on that race. But that's not what it should be about. If you think about the training, how we've developed ourselves and how much we've learned about ourselves, that's for a race. But even if you don't train for a race or that's not your goal, just how much you learn, I have the willpower. I have the ability to get up at six in the morning or after work at eight o'clock at night and run 10, 15 minutes. You feel a sense of accomplishment. So that's a short thing. Somebody told me I couldn't, so I decided to prove them wrong. And then along the way, I decided I really enjoyed proving them wrong, but I enjoyed the running for myself.
1: No, well, thank you for sharing that story. I know That, (laughs) that wasn't planned at all, but I think so many people can resonate with your story. I know even I resonated with your story because I started running out of necessity after hip surgery, after having a torn labrum that was repaired. And it was something where my, you know, surgeon said, do not run on the treadmill at all. And I needed to get back in shape. And he said, go run outside. And I didn't like it at first. And then it was to prove myself that I could get back in shape to where I was beforehand. And then during that time period, during those couple of months, getting through those first couple of months, it was kind of a challenge, like you said, and it was like, wow, can, can I do this? And, you know, you, you get to that next mile, or, you know, you run your longest, you know, run ever four miles, and that's five miles. And it's like, ooh, maybe I could do a race. And then you kind of test those waters. And, and then you fall in love with it along the way. So thank you for sharing your story. And uh, Marva says that she did her First marathon. This is inspiration. I love this at age 65 in Yay! Chicago. Yeah, that is amazing. So Marva is killing it. She actually did our spark fitness workout this morning. And then after the hour and a half workout, she ran three miles after it. So she is doing phenomenal. I'm so proud of her. So we do have a question here. So Jolie says that she has running friends that always seem to make it a competition. Like you can do better, be faster, do a half marathon, full marathon, etc. That's mm-hmm. not my goal. How yeah. do you handle that and still keep your friendships? I've actually stopped running and hiding my runs because I didn't want that over my head. Ooh, I think this I, is.
0: No, I I can understand that. I, I really can. I can understand that. Um again that comes back to you start running for yourself and you can still i don't know if you've mentioned to your friends um i just want to run for myself i enjoy running but i'm not a competitive person and that i had to repeat that to a couple of friends a couple of times and eh, friendship that's one of those dynamic things but you can maybe find somebody who just wants to run for the sake of running and once you find that person running if you want to pair up with somebody you realize the other thing doesn't really matter and it really doesn't and if you're in connecticut and around i'll run with you i'll run with anyone trust me i don't care who you are i don't care what pace i like i don't care i run with everyone So you can look me up if you're in Connecticut, I'll run with you if you just wanna go out there, don't hide, I'll get out there with you. I think socially distance, I'm not sure how we do work around that, but I'm creative. So yeah, that has happened to me and I would say that's a very personal way you handle it, but just know that running should not be competitive. It should be for yourself and heart healthy. I'm a competitive person in a race. When I have friends who run with me who I've been training, and they're like, I'm holding you back. I'm like, no, you're not holding me back. I want to run with you. You know, my when I run on my own and in a race, I'm competitive. When I'm running with a group of friends or I'm helping people work, we'll walk-run. I enjoy that because again, it's learning stuff about yourself. I love when, I remember my, Mitra. Uh, she was in my, one of my first Couch to 5K programs. I remember her expression when we crossed that finish line for her first 5K. It was, she hugged me. It was like the greatest feeling. And, and that's what, you know, I want people to feel in accomplishment so that is a very tricky question because that's an interpersonal thing with your own friends but just know you're not alone in that there's a lot of people and that's where i wanted to mention experienced runners you know don't experienced runners tend to take a lot of stuff for granted we assume everybody who runs wants to run a race we assume everybody who runs wants to do an amazingly fast time and beat their time that's not true a lot of people just want to run for the fun of running and i find a lot of people who have races planned and they've been canceled they're freaking out i'm like but still run it's still for the fun of running so experienced runners if you see somebody on the trail, nod to them. I wave, nod. You have no idea how big of a deal that is. But don't tell your friends who are just starting out, oh, you could do faster, oh, you should do this. No, they'll do it when they're ready. And you, you know, don't always assume you have to run a race. You don't have to, that's my whole thing. You do not have to run a race if you start running. And that's the experienced runners I wanted to mention to them. You have no idea how much influence you could have and help a a beginner runner, but don't, and I know it's always from a good place. Maybe, oh, you can go faster. Oh, you can run this race, but that's not always what they're ready for. And they don't want to. So just stick to your gut and don't stop running because your friends press you. Just do it at different times. Get creative and Hey, use a social distancing thing. I can't run with you today. Because we have to stay away, we have to socially distant. I'm going to run on my own. Use that. You have a perfect built-in excuse now to run on your own. Perfect. No one's going to question you. Say you're not comfortable running with them if you want because of the social distance. I don't know. Don't
1: worry. (laughs) No, I would agree with everything you said, Katrina. And then also, Jolie, like I think, you know, that was my goal of honestly starting this Facebook group is to have this community of runners, and I think Katrina brings up a good point. And sometimes I'm probably guilty of this myself—that I forget, and maybe some of the things I say really relate or resonate to experienced runners, but I think may intimidate. And I don't do this at a fault; may intimidate beginner runners. And I—I I know I can do a better job at that. But Jolie, we have a community here within the Healthy Runner community that. You know, I want it to be supportive. And then also, you can also reach out to, if your friends aren't supportive of what your running goals are, reach out to, there are a lot of different running groups that are in the area as well. So there are running clubs. And I know these have been very beneficial for many people in here. There are so many running clubs. I feel like I can't shout them out because then I would not, I would be missing someone. But there are a lot of people in this healthy runner group that belong to different running clubs in Connecticut that Have that supportive group, and we just ran the for the Cheshire Half Marathon a training program, and that was the first time I've ever done a training program like that. Where you know we kind of hosted it, and we had a group of twenty five runners, and just seeing the camaraderie and the support of everyone Mm -hmm. in that group was like amazing. So there is something to be said about community, and you know, just surrounding yourself with people who have the same thoughts, beliefs that you do. And if your friends are too competitive, then like Katrina said, maybe you don't run with them, but you're friends with them and you catch up with them, you text and maybe you go out for girls night, but maybe you're not running with them, right? And you find some other running buddies that will be positive and kind of help motivate and lift you up versus making you feel like you've been putting down. So hopefully that makes sense thank you so much for your question we do have a couple other questions here uh katrina so jen says what's the best way to get physically ready to start running
0: okay um it's gonna sound really simple you are physically ready to start running just go out and walk Run. If you've never run before, you do. I always say this this is the instructor and in me. You want to make sure you're medically cleared before you ever do this. You know, if you have any kind of underlying health issues, always, please, always check with your doctor before you actually start to do. And, and I know that sounds, it's always on the treadmills and all the equipment. You know, please check with your doctor. But I do strongly feel you need to get if there's something underlying. Otherwise, go out. And, you know, I can even if, if anybody afterwards, you can contact me, but you start walking like a two minutes, then running a little bit. But as for getting physically fit to run, that is a side effect of running. And it's kind of like this paradox because people are afraid to start running because they think they're not in shape. I was one of them. But once you start running, you 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 your running shape improves, so you can be in any kind of shape and start running. You you start walking and then jogging, walking and jogging. Also, having said that, and because I know, Dr. Scott, we need to mention strengthening stretching follow all of your stuff before you go out and running foam roll that's a whole nother topic that he'll get into i'm sure <laughs> but you, you there really isn't any specific exercise i will say and i teach a core class and i'm sure you agree with this any activity whether it's biking running swimming you want a strong core And by core, I don't just mean your abs because a six pack is not realistic for me. You want your core includes your abs, your lower back, your hamstrings, your glutes. You want a strong core. So if you have the ability to do any kind of core class or core strengthening program at the same time, I would suggest you do that while you start running because a strong core will keep you mobile, no matter what age, no matter what. Um, But really, there isn't, I mean, in my personal, and you could have a different opinion, but I don't really know of a specific program to get in shape to running, because you start at your pace, and you run at a comfortable pace, walk when needed, and just, just start doing it, really. It, it, you'll, you'll be amazed at what your body can do. You really will be shocked at what your body can do.
1: So I love what you said, Katrina, about training. You've kind of made that point twice without actually saying it, but it, it really resonated with me because that's kind of the fifth principle of our Spark Blueprint that we talk about all the time is kind of training smart with proper progression. And you've kind of alluded to that twice now is that you need to do it at a slow enough rate to allow your body to adapt and be able to take up running. And I love how you talked about your walk run intervals. Um, I highly recommend that for all the injured runners I work with kind of getting back into running or if they're just starting out. So kind of Jen, I would say, you know, training smart with proper progression as well as a lot of the exercises um that we've talked about those running specific muscles that we've talked about in previous trainings as well as within our blueprint but i can get you some of those previous blog articles as well jen um so before we, we do have a couple other questions but katrina one that i was thinking about because you you shared which was awesome by the way your reason for why you started running or your why so once we have our goal or our why on running what is next What do we need to do in order to run?
0: You need to just, like I had said before, you need to just start doing it. And you need to not compare yourself to others. You need to just find your goal and work toward that goal. It helps if you have somebody who can hold you accountable. And I don't mean somebody who'll harp on you. I mean, somebody who'll support you, you know, who's your own personal cheerleader. Um, I'll be anyone's cheerleader, including myself, because if I learned at an early time, if I wasn't my own cheerleader, nobody was cheerleading for me. So you need to just do it. And I also have a saying in the gym, you know, don't compare yourself to any other runner, just do it because what is the biggest cause of injury in the gym? And I inevitably, when I ask that question, get a million different answers. It all comes down to one word, ego. Ego will cause you injury in the gym. You look at somebody lifting next to you. Oh, I can lift more than them. Well, you probably can't and you're gonna get injured. Oh, I can run longer or I can run faster. I'm just gonna go out and run. No, ego, it will cause a lot of injuries. So once you have your goal, whatever it is, work toward that goal. I know these sound really simple, but there's not really a lot of, I don't want to say rocket science in it because I love rocket science, but you know there, <laughs> I'm a science geek. You, you just have to do it. And if you can find a supportive friend, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a friend, your mom, your dad, so one of the other runners, Carrie in the, health, in the half marathon group, she ran with her dad she started running with her dad you know i mean you just find somebody who can be encouraging and helpful again i'll be that person if you don't have anyone just call me up or dm me or text me and i'll be like oh you can do it i'll help you but you just want to pick your goal but you need you do need i go back to you do need to have a goal because otherwise you probably will not do it if you don't have that goal even if it is just which is a great thing, even if it is just to go outside for two days a week. Like I said, that's great. That's, that's a wonderful goal. It really is.
1: Yeah, no, that that's great. Katrina. So we do have a question here for, from our girl, Crystal, uh, Crystal, how are you? Um, she says, how are you getting through this pandemic with races being canceled and keeping goals in mind, especially any running season Seemingly gone.
0: Well, um, like I, saying
1: motivated with your goals is is well, basically that's, the question.
0: That's the whole thing that I have kind of always said. I continued. I was in the Cheshire half training program. I followed that to the letter, and then I did the half marathon on my own. And I am now continuing to to run on my own because I have a goal of training. Um, for a marathon in the fall, and eventually the races will come back. But that's when I said the the race, a marathon or even half marathon, is a journey of a hundred miles. It's not the race itself for me so much. It's what I learn about the training and the discipline. And you know, I find honestly, I have to set up a training plan every week for myself and if i set up a training plan on monday saying and it's on my board it's on my board monday i'm teaching a class tuesday i'm running this many miles wednesday i'm running this many miles thursday i'm teaching i set that up every week with a goal in mind if i reach it yay i give myself a star if i don't reach it i don't hurt i don't get so upset because i'm not specifically training toward a race I want to maintain a certain number of mileage for me so that when I start ramping up my mileage, it'll be healthy. But I find that by putting it on the board, on the refrigerator, on a whiteboard, I have a little Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I put down what I want to do that week. And then if it's on paper, I tend to do it. If I just say, oh, I'm going to run this week, something always comes up. But if I put it on the paper or on the board, that's how I keep myself motivated. And it is hard, don't get me wrong. It is really hard sometimes. I'm like, I, I, I still am at work. I come home and I'm like, I don't need to run. I'm not in a training plan. Nope, I need to run. And I think you're, the, Michael, two weeks ago, was that his name from Iowa, Ohio? Ohio?
1: Uh, oh, Steve, yes, Steve. He,
0: he said, this is accurate. Put your shoes on. Walk out the front door. If you, if you walk back, okay, but walk out the front door. Take two steps out. Start running. And that really is, I mean, it's really hard sometimes, like when I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to run. I don't have a, a race in mind. But then I go back to, I learn about myself during the training. But don't get me wrong, it's not easy. But that, that race For me is not the be all and end all because something horrible could go wrong on your race i've been injured more times than not. And I finish, but my time sucks oh sorry I mean I could train 16 weeks for a marathon. And then I get injured halfway through the marathon and it's devastating, I mean you're crying on the ground devastating but then I look back and say okay that 16 weeks I learned stuff about myself so. That's where I come from and why, and how I'm trying to keep my motivation. And, you know, but I do put it on the board every week and I have a specific goal. I know when my marathon is in the fall, I counted backwards. Now from that day, then I have to fill the gap and I wanna make sure I keep my mileage up. But don't get me wrong, it's not easy. It's not easy when you don't, for me at least, when I don't have that goal, so make a goal. Make a goal to run, If I don't know how much you run normally. If you run 20 miles a week, make that your goal. Put split down five, 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 four, you know? And if you don't get to it, don't kill it, don't get upset about it. If you do, great. But if you don't reach it, you don't have that, oh God, I have to run, I have to run, I have to run because it's on my marathon plan or my 5K plan. I don't know if that helps.
1: <laughs> I, I would, I'm gonna answer for Crystal. And I'm going to say it does help because I've even resonated with what you had to say. So thank you for that. And I think just the accountability piece that you talk about, uh, Katrina is, is important, just like crystal, you know, you, you went three for three in the spark fitness program last week, you know, and you were proud of that and you were, you were hitting those accountability goals. So do the same thing with your runs and like Katrina said, don't beat yourself up if, if you don't do it, especially now. You know, our lives are turned upside down still, you know, you're homeschooling, we're, we're working from home and, you know, you have to have realistic goals at the same time, but trying to, whether it's writing it down, like Katrina said, make a plan for yourself, kind of set out a plan ahead of time, I know has helped me also um, try to stay in tune with my goals. So I think uh, Katrina shared a bunch of tips there and Mel also agrees that it's the mindset piece. Um... That is you know, the mental aspect is what's hardest for her. and mm-hmm. I just want to say, hey, Rochelle, how are you? thanks for jumping on here and um, yeah, the re- I think it's it's really the process and I think you shared a lot of uh, good pointers there, Katrina. So I guess maybe if we can close before we recap is mm-hmm. you did mention some things about so we talked about equipment. we'll kind of recap that, but, What's the main thing you think you want new runners to take away from today?
0: That you can run no matter what, as long as you are physically able to. And I mean, from a medical standpoint, you can do it. And I know it sounds cliche, but if I can do it and my husband, my mom, my mom said, you ran, I mean. I was a very, very overweight individual. I don't talk about specifics, but I lost like over a hundred pounds. I mean, I was not an active individual. I was a couch potato. And if I and it wasn't easy, but if I can do it, I think a lot of people can do it. And my goal is to get people to do it, no matter what your goal is, or to just be healthy. And, you know, just take that with you, that you can do it. Have confidence in yourself. You'll be amazed at what your body will be able to do. You really will. I mean, it, 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 you just have to convince yourself to do it. Like I said, I can't run for you. I will, but I can't run for you. You have to make that decision to do it and then just do it I mean it's a Nike commercial I I hate to I don't even but there's something to be said for that just go do it don't worry about anybody else don't compare yourself to anybody else and actually with this social distancing you have a great opportunity to start running on your own and nobody's going to be watching you trust me you can run on your own and no one's going to think you're weird or crazy for running by yourself. They'll actually applaud you. And nobody's watching you. If you're very self-conscious, like I was, it's when I start overweight or whatever, do it when no one's watching you. You have a great opportunity now because you're supposed to be socially distant. You don't have to run in a group. You can run by yourself. And when you get more comfortable, and confident, then maybe you will be okay on on the trail or on a road. But you just do it, you, really. I know that sounds cliche, but that really is my best piece of advice. And know you can do it. Have the confidence. And if you can't, I'll tell you that. I will call you up and keep reminding you, you got this. You really do have this if you want to do it. Again, if you really want to do it, you can do it. I, I, I promise you all.
1: Oh, I love it. She's bringing the fire tonight. This is there's sparks flying everywhere right now, and this is something that I feel uh passionate about as well is that anyone can run, and it's it's kind of uh one of our family favorite movies. For those of you, you'll know this reference, uh, Gusto that anyone can cook. Um, From Ratatouille, if you guys like that movie. Uh, We love that movie here in the Scotty household. But just like he says, anyone can cook. I, I really feel that anyone can run if they do it properly. Yes, and they they properly build up, and they're medically cleared, like Katrina was saying, and they train right with proper progression, and then we get into with the Spark Blueprint all of the specific mm-hmm. exercises that you can train your body in order to run, right? So we know that's the whole philosophy here in the healthy Cross runner train. community. <laughs> Cross training, very very important. So. Some of the things that Katrina kind of shared with us, just kind of recapping for those of you who are just tuning in. um, At this point, we talked about what we need to start running in terms of equipment. Katrina shared with us what's the most important thing you need to get started. And really, she talked about your goal or your why and kind of delved into that. And then once you have that why, what you need after that. And it's basically, essentially, she talked about a support network right? And having support and being surrounded by people who are going to support you in obtaining your goal and fulfilling your dream or your why. And then we we gave some actionable tips on how to kind of stay motivated, stay on schedule, whether there's a plan. So if you liked any of what Katrina had to say. Please hit that like, hit the love button, throw some hearts. She's got passion. She's got energy. (laughs) That's why I wanted to bring her on the show. Um, She's been amazing. And those of you- I'm going to go
0: crash after this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And those of you who did uh, resonate with anything Katrina said, I know you have friends who are struggling right now during coronavirus. Mm -hmm. I have friends i've reached out i've texted a bunch of people of late and i know they're struggling from a health standpoint from a mental standpoint Maybe this can provide them some guidance, give them a the little push, the little motivation. So tag them in this video if it's on Facebook or once the podcast is released, it will be released on Thursday. I'm releasing all of the new podcast episodes on Thursday now. Share that podcast episode with them so they can hear this and hopefully provide that little bit of motivation they need in order to take up the sport because we all know most of us who have been doing it for a while, the physical and mental benefits that we get from running. And we want to share that with more people out there. So please share that with them and it can help them during this difficult time of COVID. So thank you so much, Katrina. I really, really appreciate you taking time at your busy schedule because I know you've been working like crazy as well. Um, Those of you who jumped on the Facebook live, uh, thank you. Those that are listening on the podcast, we thank you. And those watching on the Spark, your training YouTube channel, we thank you. Remember every Monday night, we go live 8 p.m. to answer your running related questions. So keep us in mind in your schedule and on your calendar. Uh, So anything, any parting words, Katrina? Just run,
0: do or walk, walk, run. Or just walk, but just get out there. You know, all kidding aside, all seriousness, get outside if you can. You know, whether it is walking, whether it's hiking, whether it's running, whether it's a walk run, just get outside. You, you know, the fresh air helps and don't be intimidated don't be intimidated you can do it and like i said i'll be anyone's personal cheerleader and i honestly mean that i'm not just saying that i've been where every one of you have been a beginner runner i have been there the thoughts that go through your head at night you know when you're sleeping or or you're like i'm not good enough i'm not going to be able to do it the doubts i've had millions of those doubts i still do every time I mean, I'm always shocked when I run. I, I ran a, a number of miles and I went, wow, I just did that. No not matter how many times I've done it. I'm like, wow, I just did it. You know, so any thoughts that you're having or self doubt, I understand. And, you know, I, I've been there. So I will be anyone's personal cheerleader from a distance as, until the stupid COVID thing is gone. Um, but, you know, you can, You'll see my name in this. It's cat Annabali on Facebook. Um, You can personal message me there. I have an email and I have an Instagram hook off the jab, but I will. That was my boxing days. That was my signature punch, the hook, the (laughs) jab hook. That was my signature move. So that's why I use that. Um, And I have a lot of running stuff on my Instagram. I try to be very encouraging. I never post my times because I will never post my times on an Instagram. And that's something a lot of experienced runners do. And they're like, I ran this. But I know when I first started out, I would see that and get discouraged. I would see somebody run eight miles in like this quick time and I would get so discouraged. So I make it a point never to mention how many miles or how fast I went because it's irrelevant to everybody. It's only relevant to me. I don't need to put it out there. Because that will discourage somebody who might just be starting out. So that's one of my own personal things. I will never, unless you ask, if you ask, I'll tell you. But there's no reason for you to know my time because it's not going to help you. Don't compare yourself to anybody, just do it for yourself. So um, if you DM me on Facebook, I'll give you the Instagram account. You know, it's a public one, but, you know, anybody who wants to know anything or have any other questions you come up with after, feel free. Trust me, I will answer them.
1: Yeah. So as you can see, Katrina has such a giving heart and we appreciate that and appreciate you taking your time today. And as you said, just just do it. Just get out there just run. And I will drop all of your information in the show notes of the podcast episode. So people can reach out to you and contact you. So thank you again, Katrina. Thank you again for everyone listening. And just remember, stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate you. And I hope you got a lot of value out of it. And I hope that becoming a healthy runner is as exciting for you as it is for me. I hope you can see that this podcast can not only benefit your running, but your overall health as well. If I said something that resonated with you, then jump over to our free Facebook group called Healthy Runner. I give live trainings in there every single week to the hundreds of members. I answer questions directly in there and absolutely love hearing the takeaway and wins that you have from this show. More on the show at sparkyourtraining.com for our latest articles, resources, and specific exercise videos I mentioned in the show. You can also head over to any of my social media accounts at sparkyourtraining, where I include lots of free content for all the ideas I talked about in the show. If you have learned anything from this podcast, I would really appreciate if you headed over to Apple Podcasts or iTunes and rated and reviewed it as well as pass it along to your runner friends so they can have the same tools and ideas that you now have. If you have any questions, suggestions, and show ideas, the best way to reach out is through your favorite social media platform. Thank you so much and I appreciate you. Stay active, stay healthy, and just keep running. Now it's time to strap in and get ready for the next episode of the Healthy Runner podcast.